0: In uh, literature, and movies, and plays, and even in human life, there is a, a thing called mistaken identity. Mistaken identity. Sometimes it ends up in tragic results, but oftentimes it's quite humorous. People think someone looks like someone else. Uh, some people say, I look like Sean Connery. I don't know if it's true. I always say I just wish I had just a teeny bit of his money, then I wouldn't mind the mistaken identity. But um, these scriptures are really not about mistaken identity. It's about refusing, refusing to recognize. And, of course, the results here are tragic, tragic results, deep, deep in faith. In the first reading, we hear this this. This condemnation from God against a people whom he has loved, whom he has saved, whom he has brought out of slavery, to whom he has sent an enormously significant prophet. One that he has shared his, his not only his love, but his identity with them in a way that, that he so transforms even the face of Moses, they're afraid to look at Moses. I mean, he has dwelt among them. Um, He will be in the Ark of the Covenant. He he has been intimate with them. He has shared everything, and yet they will turn so easily from him to worship a metal cow (laughs) and name that as their god. And in this particular story, God's wrath blazes up against them and he's ready to destroy them and Moses is able to talk him out of it. Now that in itself is a curious thing because how does one change the mind of God? But taken from the perspective of Moses, it's a very beautiful insight that even people, even Moses, even our begging and urging and pledging and, and praying and seeking with God could open his heart even more to us. That's at least one way of seeing the, 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 the conversation between Moses and God. But God, in the end, is asking only one thing, that we recognize him, that we see his identity because it is in seeing him and recognizing him that our faith opens up to great possibilities of his love having enormous effect in our lives. And this is the struggle of Jesus in the gospel today. He keeps telling them, you know, you, you will recognize someone that comes giving testimony to themselves, but you won't see God acting here in my life. You won't see God speaking through all that is taking place. And when you take this in the whole context of the scriptures, of the gospels, we see Jesus healing, raising Lazarus from the dead. People flocking to him because every word that comes out of his mouth they see as, as authentic. And yet no matter what he does, there are those who will judge everything against him. They refuse, they refuse to see. It's not mistaken identity. They refuse to be open to recognition. Of course, as we read these scriptures, I'm quite sure we all align ourselves on the good side. No, Lord, we know who you are. Here we are at 8 a.m. at St. Bernard's worshiping you and, and celebrating Eucharist. But Jesus raises the bar, a whole bunch in the gospel, when in that famous scene from Matthew, chapter 25, he says, whatever you do to the least, you do to me. Whatever you fail to do, you fail to do to me. If you do not feed the hungry, but we, when have we seen you hungry, Lord? When you... Failed to do it to the least, the least among you, your enemies. You didn't recognize me. And it becomes a very profound and, and very scary a recognition of Jesus. He's asking us to go way beyond what the pagans do, but to do what people of faith do, that they love, no matter what, that they forgive no matter what, that they have compassion always, no matter what. And why? Well, if we do do that, then people will recognize in us the living presence of God, the living presence that gives life, living presence that opens our spirit in ways that no one and nothing else can